Hi, I'm Tasia, the Jill of all trades. And I'm Farron, your bohemian baddie. And we are Millennial Frequency. The top is hot, the top is hot, the top is hot, the top is hot. Hey y'all, this is Tasia, your Jill of all trades, and I'm here with the hot topic segment. Okay, y'all, it is some really interesting things going on in the news right now. Celebrity pop culture news for sure. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry have just welcomed in a bubbly baby boy, bouncing baby boy. So we are so happy um, for them and their new child. And I, I pray that everything is well with him. I pray that his health is where it needs to be. I pray that they are to the, their parents that they need to be. They take it very easy on themselves, especially being new parents. So let's just give them a cyber hug because this is a really big moment in history as well as in their lives. Um, some other interesting news is Rasby of B2K has just joined the cast of Loving Hip Hop. They have not announced exactly who he's going to be representing, like what city he's going to be representing, but this is going to be really, really interesting. And reports that are close have revealed that he will be around for the past few weeks. A lot of people don't know, but Rasby. He has been overseas for about almost 10 years or so. So for him to kind of come back and stir up a lot of interesting drama and, and, and all types of stuff that, that are surrounding around love and hip hop is going to be really interesting. My only hope and prayer is that we lift up Rasby as well, because Rasby, oh Lord, you know, this industry is really gross sometimes y'all. This industry you know, especially with children, they do some very damaging, disgusting things. And unless you have been living under a rock, Chris Stokes has been a perpetrator for a lot of young boys in the industry, from immature to select members of B2K. Um, So I just pray that you know, we're not exploiting him, that this is an opportunity to continue to make money in the States for him, but this is not an opportunity to exploit his pain and his past. I really don't know how I feel about it, but I hope, if anything, we get a better, bigger message um, in regards to the Raspy story. Maybe we'll get some insight on who he is and not just the reports that we see on the news. All right, and last but not least, this Wendy Williams situation, y'all, is going wild, crazy. Um, I, I think we reported a while back that Wendy Williams was getting a divorce from her longtime husband, and it looks like he is now asking for spousal support as well as child support. Y'all, this is ridiculous. Kevin Hunter um, cheated on Wendy Williams. He had an alleged affair for 10 years, and then he went outside of their marriage and had a baby with his mistress, longtime mistress, and now he is asking for child support as well as spousal support. Get into the comment section. Do you think that Kevin Hunter, someone who went outside of their 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 marriage, do you think that he deserves that extra support? I'll let you answer the question. I'm going to go ahead and answer it. Y'all, that's, that's, that's crazy. That's deranged. If you are going outside of the means of us, you don't deserve a penny. You should be happy you're still walking a free man. 
Okay, we don't just break hearts and ask for money around here. But you never know. Oh, there may be more to the story. I know the same thing kind of happened to Mary J. Blige. And, you know, if anything, get pushed Mary to go above and beyond. I think she was having to pay at least $30,000. It's just gross. And and the thing about it is I even talk about it with my fiance. You, You work together, but you must have your own. You know, you merge a lot of things together because um, he is responsible for the business side of Wendy's success. All of the deals, all of the different things that they've come together, their foundation. I mean, they have so much money put together. It's not just Wendy. Wendy is the face. So we shall see. I still don't understand the child support thing, but we shall see how this plays out. And, you know, just hope the best for all sides. All right, y'all. This is Hot Topics with Tasia, your Jill of all trades. And uh, I'm out. <laughs> this segment is about our millennial declaration to express what the is going on in the world. We have 20 questions that need answers. And clearly, we don't have them. It's Tasia, your Jill of all trades. And I am here to catch the vibe, y'all. You know what? We're going into the summer. We're going into that second half of the year real soon. And I know we have a great amount of topics that we cover week by week. But I just wanted to make sure that you were all laced up. I'm going through a transitional period personally. I'm actually new to a new city. And one thing that I'm running into is different interviews and different questions at these different interviews. And so what I wanted to do was share a few of the questions that I have been dealing with, as well as, you know, some things that you may want to lace yourself up on as well when you're approached by different employers. Okay. So instead of 20, we're going to do 10 questions on what employers typically ask, no matter what the company is, what type of job it is. And you doing your homework ahead of the time will definitely put you ahead of the curve before you even get there, all right? So one question that they definitely ask is to tell me about yourself. The second one is, what are your salary requirements? Now, here's the thing about being very frank about how much money you need to make. If you have a certain skill, you have a certain craft, and you know that you do it well, negotiation is important. Walking in, letting them know that you'll kind of take anything, it already kind of sets the tone. If you know you're going to be coming in every day doing your job, and you're going to do it well, then let them know what you're worth, okay? Especially for those college graduates out there. Even if you didn't go to college, you have tons of experience, let them know your worth. All right, down to number three. What are your greatest strengths? Be frank. Here's the thing that I'm learning, especially with just interviewing all together, is the most honest The best interview is the most honest interview. If you're being yourself, definitely in a very professional manner, but if you're being yourself, they get to get an eye view of who you are before they hire you. 
No one wants to hire a person that they're kind of portraying before they get in there. So go ahead and just be frank about who you are, okay? What are your weaknesses? Be honest about that. What are your career goals? Be honest about that. If you know that you're money motivated, let them know that you are willing and ready to move up in the company. If you know that you want bigger assignments, let them know that the promotions are things that excite you and entice you and that you're going to put in that work and equity while you're there at their company, okay? What did you like most about your last position? Uh, What did you like least about your last position? Those types of questions about least and weaknesses, they're pretty tricky, but find a very positive way to have a conversation about it. And like I said, be frank, be very honest, okay? Now to number eight, how quickly do you think you will be ready to contribute to our firm, our company? Be honest, if you can start right away and you know that you're in the right headspace, you know you're financially ready to do that, do so. If you need a little bit more time, be honest with your employer about it, okay? Or your future employer, I should say. All right? Number nine, why did you leave your last position? This is one of the employers, like, they love this question because they kind of, it just, think about it like dating, okay? Think about it like dating, but just for a career, for a job. They want to know why things didn't work out or what made you leave. And like I said, be honest, be frank. There's always, verbiage is important, There's but there's always a way to say things. So just let them know what happened um, is, is short and, and let them know that you wanted more opportunities in another company and nothing's wrong with that. Change is great. Okay. Especially for those millennials out there. I know we get it the worst, but change is good. You just have to make sure that you're pretty honest, forward and frank about why you did leave the company. Okay. And number 10, why did you want to work here or why should we hire you? Um, and this is your selling point. This is the opportunity to let them know you're the absolute best candidate for the job, okay? They could have went with anyone. Hey, they can go with anyone, but they should go with you because and why. It's just a time to show them who you are, lay everything out on the table, lay out all the responsibilities you're willing to take, the places that you're willing to go with the company or the firm, and how much you want to grow. So hopefully, guys, these questions kind of give you a tiptoe image, an idea of exactly how to approach job interviews, career uh, festivals, fairs, all of that good stuff. More importantly, know your worth, know your work ethic, go in, stay positive. If you're like me, you got some downtime, do some research about what employers are thinking, but most importantly, be you. Okay, they are hiring you for the job, not just so that you can feel the assignment. They're hiring you for the job for you. So they need to see who you are. All right. So you feel me? Hopefully, if you have any questions about this, definitely get into the comment section um, of our Instagram. We would love to have a conversation about interview questions all of it. We got to lace each other up as millennials. We got to rise. <laughs> got a little goofy there, but we got to rise each other up because being a millennial means a lot of things and it also means us flourishing in our careers we're very career driven people i push hey y'all hello we back this is my new voice i Ooh. thought y'all wanted me 
Y'all like that? Haters gonna hate. Haters, I promise they gonna hate. Hey, and ballers. I the, the ball. No, it's something else before. Players are gonna, gonna play. Ding, ding. And haters are gonna, gonna hate. Ballers, they gonna ball. Shot callers, they gonna call. That ain't got nothing to do. You was the lead singer. But me and you. And that's, that's the way, way it is. is. And that's the way. And that's the you know they way. they've been fighting lately too. Mm-hmm. Oh, some old ass shit. Yeah, yeah. I think they did. What was her name? The the Turi. Yeah. They did her wrong though. They they straight up threw chicken at her and it. You didn't hear and that the story? Ba- they threw chicken at her at a KFC or something and abandoned her in the parking lot. <laughs> Is that what As a teenager, yeah. so dramatic. But she ended up being the most successful. So yeah, you know, karma is a bitch. Yeah. Treat people right, and the one who had the well, maybe she wants to be where she is right now, though. So maybe she's successful in her own right. Who the papa, the papa, the Keely? Yes, Keely. Lord, forgive me. Anyway, y'all, that is not even the point of you tuning in. Thank you. Kind of story time. Oh, story time. Thank you. Welcome to another episode of Millennial. Frequency. frequency, I was drinking. <laughs> you just said it right as I was drinking, trying to swallow some Yuck. water. Let's try this again. <laughs> Please don't turn it off. Welcome to another episode of Millennial Frequency. <laughs> this is a very fun episode, y'all. We're becoming a little bit more vulnerable as time goes on. And yeah, yeah. Why not? That would be nice for you to get some stories out of us. Yes. So we're going to be doing story time today. And what is the topic, Sharon? So, we're going to do two a piece. Mm-hmm. So, the first one is a time when we had our first hangover. So, oh, if you've right. never had that, congrats to you. Congrats. You're you're a goody two-shoes. Yeah. I think you're better. But you're not. <laughs> you're Just not. kidding. You're boring. Because <laughs> you didn't throw up like us. <laughs> and then the second, we have two different ones. So, I'm going to talk about a vacation mishap. That I had, right. and you're gonna talk about a time I lied to a parent because I'm not squeaky clean. <laughs> I didn't always lie, but I did lie before, so yeah. we're gonna talk about that. Yeah, human, right. who's gonna go first? You're gonna go first. Ooh, okay, my first hangover, y'all. Mm. Was back in college. This was sophomore year at Southern Miss, and I had just got into my new apartment because sophomore year I'm moving off campus. Yeah. And one of my friends had already lived there, and we were moving in. This was like off-campus student day type of deal. Mm. And um, it was during the summer. My mom was pissed. She wanted <laughs> me to move off campus, I guess. But first night in, like, my friend, my sister, them came. Mm-hmm. I was there. Like, my other, my other friends were there. I had, like, a cousin there. It's just, like a random night. Like, we about to drink, drink. Like, we went. Like, your first night there. First night there. Everybody pulls up. Everybody pulls up. Okay. So, we we drinking on gin. and We drink Seagram's gin. Wow. We got Seagram's gin. And then we also got this drink called gin and juice. So, it's already mixed. Oh, okay. And it was this lime green color. Yeah, I want to be Snoop Dogg so bad. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> and I had a Sonics cup and I had mixed the gin in my, you know, a Route 44 Sonics drink, you know. Hold on, break this down to me, because I don't know my drinks like that. Gin is clear, right? Gin is, is clear. It, what kind of drink is is gin? Is it its own thing, like vodka and tequila? I think it's its own thing, like vodka and tequila. Okay, and okay. Yeah, I think gin is like has a drier 
type of feel. Okay. If that makes sense. And then uh, the gin and juice was already mixed in, y'all. So I started off with the with the just the seagulls in my Sonic cup. Were you eating it all? I don't remember eating, so that's probably okay, mistake okay. number one. Okay. And then we went out, and um, you know we stayed there for a little while. The club closed at two. We my, where I'm from, Hattiesburg. That's where I was. Okay. And um, after they we went back to my apartment, so we was like, oh, let's play a drinking game. Never have <laughs> I more. ever. Have you guys ever played? Never have I ever. For sure. So, you know how that goes. So we drinking. Last thing I remember is saying, never have I ever do what? And I, I did it, so I took a drink. Last thing I remember is high-fiving um, one of my friends, high-fiving DeAsia. That's the last thing I remember. Dang. Doom. Then <laughs> I black out. Dang. Um, next thing I know, I'm in my bed. Nobody's around. Everybody's gone. And I had, like, threw up everywhere in my bed. And they, oh. So it turns out... Um, they put me in the bed and turned me on my side so I wouldn't throw up and die, like choke on my vomit and die. Yeah. And they went and broke into the pool and hung out in the pool. And a fun fact, that was the night one of my friends had met her husband that oh, night. Because okay. had dad came over too. It was like, oh, you know, new to the, new to the neighborhood. And yeah, so the next day after everybody had left, I stayed in the bed all day long. Aww. That was the first time I ever had a hangover. But not the first time I've ever drunk, but yeah. I had a hangover. And um, I stayed in the bed all day long. I had some canes. And, Chicken? Um, yeah. I didn't know they had canes out there. Yeah. I'm not even trying to be funny. I didn't know. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, um, yeah. Whew, it was the first time. Dang, they didn't have to leave you, though. I know. That's, not that's cool, messed man. up. At least they put you on the side. But what if you was like what a person? turned over? Roll over, over you know, quite naturally. Right now. Yeah. Well, well you're but, here. Yeah. She's here. All right. My story, I feel it's not that eventful. Actually, it happened much later in life. I, I got really tipsy and even drunk, but I never got a hangover until I started hanging with Farron. So that should let no, you know something, y'all. Even... It's the truth! Because I was doing something out of my league, which was, I was, I'm a, light, I was a lightweight, especially when I started hanging out with Farron and all of our <laughs> friends and stuff. So for some reason, I just felt like eventful that night. I was like, you know what? I've been hanging with these bitches a I'm little bit. I'm ready to hear this because I'm trying to see which night this was. This was the night that we was at Sandaga. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. Right? <laughs> so, I was like, hey, what are you getting? I'm like pretty simple, y'all. Cranberry vodka, cranberry tequila. That's what I've upgraded to. If I go to a club, I'm the Wells. It's so boring <laughs> and it's cheap, but it get me where I need to be. And Farron had got this like specialty drink, so I was like, "Let me get a specialty drink." What was the drink <laughs> that you had got? Do you I don't remember? Know. It, I think it was literally like sometimes they have specials on the wall, and that could have been it. It was know? a special on the wall, mm-hmm. and I think, I think I asked the bartender what they put in there, but I think it consisted of clear and brown. At mm-hmm. that time, y'all, I didn't know that you can mix. Some people are more tolerant though. Mm-hmm. Some people are more tolerant than others. They can mix their drinks and it be okay. For me, I learned a long time ago that doesn't work for me. It's almost like if you need to throw up, drink some brown, drink some clear, and you're going to throw up. So I drank it, and I got a big drink. So I was like, woo, so we dancing, we having mm-hmm. a good time and stuff. And it didn't hit me like, boom, what's that guy off of uh, Instagram? Remy? Rennie? Rennie? Well, he be, boom, it felt like <laughs> that. As soon as we got to the house, I think I ran to their bathroom. 
and uh, Farron's sister was also drunk as well. Yeah. I don't know what she was drinking. And I was like, fine. You were just like, notorious B.I.G. in this bed. I like, didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like, yeah, you were in Autumn's bathroom. Yes, but we were fighting over the toilet. Yeah. That was the issue. We were fighting over the <laughs> toilet. And I think she was naked or I was naked. Yeah. That's how you know you drunk. Yeah. You have to take all your clothes yeah. off because you know you about somebody in the room was also a real drunk or friend. I yeah. wasn't on that trip though. But anyway, we're fighting over the toilet and I'm just crying. I was just really upset at myself <laughs> because I was like, I cannot believe I got this drunk. They're not going to want me over anymore. I think I got a, a little throw up on y'all's carpet as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just a mess. It was a... A freaking bloody mess. And I'm like, it's fine. Just <laughs> it was not okay. fine. And she was just crying. It was like, oh. and I woke up with the worst headache in the world. I was like, I feel like this is it. I really did because I had never had a headache that was that that throbbing. And I just, you know, what made it go away? Gatorade. I went to the store, mm. got some Gatorade, and I was good. But I could barely get in the car to operate the car wheel to even get to, like, a convenience store. But that's my first time that I remember having a hangover. Yeah, hangovers are the worst. But just drink some water while y'all drinking, and that'll help prevent it. Because a hangover comes from you being dehydrated, because drinking all that alcohol dehydrates you. So that's why you have the headache, and that's why you're throwing up, because you're dehydrated. So hydrate yourselves while you're drinking. That's what I do. That's her new thing. Even as close as yesterday, like, (laughs) I think we had six mimosas apiece. And as soon as I got to the house, sleep, just gone. But Farron, she was right. She drank her water and she was up. Okay. Next story time. Now, y'all must think y'all special or something. Because this is the first time I've ever spoken of this. Because we told ourselves that we would never speak of this after it happened. Well, am I involved in this or are you just saying? No. Okay. Ooh, okay. So this happened the very first time I went to Miami when I was still in college. Okay. Like, it was four of us and two of the people I knew, the other person was a friend of a friend. So mm-hmm. like some young dumb fools, we drove from Mississippi to Miami. Lord. We drove in one of my friend's cars so we didn't get a rental car. Ooh. It was like a 12 hour drive. Yeah. Just go in there. You had to go through, get these sun passes. It's like tollways for for Florida. Had to pay to get through all those. It was hella expensive. Dang. So we get there. We weren't in South Beach. We really didn't even know where South Beach was. We just got there in Miami. <laughs> it wasn't even that part of town. And, um, you know, we was like, okay, well, you know, about the fun. About this. We got to turn up. We about to have fun. We in Miami. Yeah. One of the girls was not 21. Oh, so, you kind of, if you want to get to any club, you need to be 21. Did y'all know she wasn't 21? No. Did you? The only person oh. that knew was my friend. Because I went, we went to different colleges, but we were in this one college town. So, oh. my friend went to a different college across the town, and her friend went there too. So, mm-hmm. I didn't know her, but yeah. But anyway, you know, we were like, we're going to make fun around it. still in Miami. So, you did find South Beach, went there with Met some cues. Was like, oh, they was having a party. Uh-huh. You know, it's spring break. Everybody's like all the college kids. Yeah. Kind of in town. So we're like, okay, we're going to go to that. All right. Um, then we go back to the room. I think it's the next day. We in South Beach driving. And um, we got into a wreck. Oh, man. In my friend's car. 
So I don't even know what happened. I was in the back seat. I don't I don't remember seeing how it happened, but we were got into a wreck. Felt like we were sitting in the car for hours waiting for the cops to come and everybody to show up. What kind up. of wreck was it though? Was it a fender bender? Was it like a turn the car over wreck? Like no, it was kind of it was a fender bender where it was like her car was ugly on the side. But what kind of car was it? Mm, I think it was some type of uh, Mitsubishi, but I can't remember. What year? You know, you remember? Oh, I mean, it was a newer car for that time. Oh, okay, cool. But um, yeah. Got into a wreck, and the car was just kind of like, I think something happened to the tire, so we had to, like, get something fixed before we could make it back home, so we (laughs) were just, like, out for the count, where we didn't want to, we didn't want to call our parents, like, because I know mine already didn't want me to go, and I don't know if everybody's parents even knew we were out of town, so, um... My friend, she she the one who was she was the owner of the car. I don't she didn't call her parents. The only parent that was called was um my friend, um uh I'll just say A. So uh she her mama, you know, she was nice. She was like, Okay, I think she let us like use some money for it to get like the tire fixed or whatever. Oh, but while the tire was getting fixed, we were like carless, so we just kinda walked around like South Beach waiting for the car to get fixed. Dang. Like we were just like sad, crying. <laughs> nobody talked to each other right after How many that people happened. was it again? It was four of us. Oh, like nobody okay. talked to and we had like this condo, so we just went to different parts of the condo. Nobody wanted to talk. Like it was Dang. just like I mean, things happen though. I don't know if that's bad. It, I mean, because I come definitely on, thought we the young, story. We, you know, you college and you ain't got a whole bunch of money. I thought the story was gonna go left because of the twenty year old. I thought no. she was gonna make y'all go to jail or something. No, so, I mean, a fender bender is not the end of the world. But we feel like it was because you're college students. You don't have a lot of money. Yeah, we got to get this fixed before we can even drive back home. We got a twelve hour drive to get back. <laughs> And so we kind of just like walked around the next day, waiting for the car to get fixed. And you know, once that got fixed, we left. So we really didn't party. Aww. We went to the beach just during that time, waiting for the car to get fixed. So we didn't really get in the beach, like in the water. We just kind of yeah. like Aww. got our feet wet. Then we had that twelve-hour motherfucking drive back. And y'all had to deal with the the tension of that. Yeah. Oh man, are y'all yeah. all cool still? No. Dang, so they broke up a friendship. No, it didn't break up a friendship that other things happened. Oh, okay. But so I'm cool with one of the people. And okay. Oh, another person with friends on Instagram. So I, I guess that's enough. That's enough. <sighs> Have y'all ever had a situation when you went on a vacation, y'all, and, and something went left? Get into the comment section. Also, on Instagram, that's mostly where we're active. You can definitely interact. I'm sure there'll be a post to kind of reference to story time and let us know if you've ever been in a situation like that as well yeah okay my situation i don't know if it's that interesting though so a time i lied to a parent um it's not a ton of consequences behind it but honestly when i did it it just felt like why so i had like i called myself having like a little boyfriend in high school and he went to a different school and you know i later found out he was a blood through my space because he oh. had a he had a blood background i was like oh i didn't even notice okay. about you <laughs> but we'll call him ill so me and my best friend at that time we would just always do random stuff in the city we didn't have cars we were always on the bus line always on the train line and um this particular weekend we was gonna go and see ill 
I had never seen L at his apartment or whatever, but he was really just urging me. And I was really naive, y'all. For some reason, I didn't under I didn't take coming to a guy's house as you wanting to have sex with me. For some reason, I just thought you, you genuinely wanted to see me, mm-hmm. especially since we didn't go to the same school. So I told my parents that we were just going to go out and go to the mall or go do something that had nothing to do with that. But we definitely went to Pleasant Grove. But their whole thing was we had a curfew. And the curfew wasn't like a late curfew. It would always be like 5 or 6 o'clock. Like, that's really not even. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you're on the bus line, so you have to hurry up and make sure your times collaborate with the bus, which mm-hmm. is pretty annoying. So we go to Elle's house or whatever, and it was just, this is, I think, the time where I officially realized I don't want a really tall man because mm-hmm. we were like, making out and whatever and he was like probably six one and I was just annoyed having to reach up. I'm five three, y'all, maybe five four. And I just didn't have I didn't like it. And I and then I also realized I didn't like skinny guys because it was just too skinny and too tall, which is so mean. But that's where I was at. And then my friend was in the living room. We're in his bedroom and then we hear something at the door. So we're like, oh, mm-hmm. snap, somebody's coming in. Are you expecting anybody? I think my mom's home. So I was like, oh, this, is, this is so creepy. I ain't even fucking you. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is really going on? So um, some type of way we hid. And then the friend, my friend hid or whatever. And we were able to sneak out without the mama knowing. And I was like, I'm not getting myself into nothing like this again. It's not worth it. I'm mm-hmm. not enjoying none of this. Yeah. We we in this hood apartment complex. I don't deserve to be there. I don't I don't deserve any of this. <laughs> and um I think around that time it was like four, which meant that we had literally one hour to be back to the house. Mm-hmm. And we uh, looked at the time, I think it was the 466. I'm not sure if a lot of people are familiar with the Dallas bus route like that, but I'm sure they still have the 466, and the 466 wasn't coming for another hour and a half. So now I'm really in mm. trouble because it's like, where are you? My parents are super, like, shelter, you know, not sheltering us in the sense where they wanted to know our every move. They were doing their job. They were being mm. parents. Where are you? And why is it going to take you long? So then you got to try to explain that. So we had to kind of lie and say that um, something happened with a bus. And I was just like, this isn't worth it. Yeah. I think we missed it twice, actually, because we end up we end up walking somewhere to pass time. Because if you ride in the sun and some bus stops don't have like the shelter, they just literally have a stand, mm-hmm. which you don't think about it when you're not driving, but it's really annoying if you're an avid bus rider and you're always having to just stand there and not have nowhere to sit mm-hmm. in no shade. Like, that's the type of shit you think about when you always ride the bus. Yeah. So we walked away and came back and we missed it again. So I don't think I got home to like, 637. Mm. It's tragic. But... Was um, this the weekday? No, no. This was... This was doing, um... This was a weekend. I think it was like a Saturday. It was a Saturday wasted, though. Mm -hmm. That was supposed to be something that lasted no more than like 30 minutes. But because of us missing the bus and because the time kind of got disrupted, it just ended it. And then she was like, I'm never going anywhere with you again. Of Uh course, that was a lie. But, (laughs) yeah. So that's my time I lied to a parent. Sorry, Mom. Sorry, Dad. I turned out to be a good person. (laughs) Anyway, have you all lied to your parents? Are you always been squeaky clean? 
Get into the comment section. Let us know what you think. How did you feel about the story time? Let us yeah. know. Would you like us to tell more stories? Do you feel like they're boring? <laughs> Do you feel like they're feedback. juicy? Give it to us. Please, we really appreciate your feedback. And we out. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Get, in, get into the comment section. Follow us. Listen to the end. I don't mm-hmm. know if folks are listening all the way to the listen end. Listen all the way through. You never know what you're going to miss. You might ask something that just to keep you on your toes. You just don't know. Absolutely. It's another episode of Millennial Frequency. Frequency. And we're out. Bye. All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Millennial Frequency. As always, we appreciate your listening and your engagement. We definitely want you to make sure that you're following us on all social media platforms. So where can they find us, Fairy? You can find us on Instagram under Millennial Frequency, on Facebook, Millennial Frequency Podcast, and on Twitter as Millennial Freak, F-R-E-Q-1. Absolutely. And if you want to find us on our personal uh, pages as well on social media, you can find me on Instagram as well as Twitter as I underscore M underscore T-E-Z-Y-A. All right. And you can find me on Instagram, Sofrio underscore 87, Facebook, Fair Monique Jackson, and on Twitter as Bohemian Baddie or Rasta Farron. Yeah, and then also, if you want to email us questions or have any feedback or anything, you can also hit up our email account, which is millennialfrequency18 at gmail.com. Absolutely. Is there anything you want to hear, something that we haven't talked about, a very specialty topic that you're just burning for us to have a discussion about, definitely get in the comments section or DM us or email us as well. Yes, and make sure you hit the link in the bio to get the platforms on where we're posted and check us out. Check us out. Okay, guys, I hope you have a great day. Stay blessed. And as always, you were listening to Millennial Frequency. Frequency. I'm Tasia. And I am Farron. And we're out.